Hey, everybody. It is March 26th. Uh, today is the first day of the COVID-19 shelter-in-place order in Denton County, Texas. And uh, also, it represented an opportunity for me to start talking to some of our uh, other small business owners here in town about what their experience has been like during this um, global <laughs> crisis and how uh, it has affected their business and what changes they've made uh, in order to keep going or, or what has happened in order to uh, make it so that they can't keep going. Um, today, we're going to talk to Tim Stoltzvis from More Fun Comics and Games, uh, who has been uh, particularly good at communicating about business changes he's introduced to uh, keep being able to deliver comics and games to his customers here in town. There's going to be more of these to follow, um, and uh, they're all going to be about this long and in this format. Uh, so we can hopefully do quite a few of them. So if you know someone that you think uh, would be interested in sharing their story, uh, please uh, reply here or have them uh, get at me uh, at the Swash Labs Facebook page or at josh at swashlabs.com. So here is uh, my interview with Tim Stoltzfus from More Fun Comics and Games. Tim, thanks for joining us. And I'm sure I'll do some sort of an intro before this uh, and right. slide it in on Anchor. But for anybody that misses that, Tim is from More Fun Comics and Games, um, the the proprietor and operator of your favorite local comic book store and mine uh, here in Denton, Texas. Thanks very much for joining me today. Sure. So um, I want to, you're the first in a series of what I hope can just be some uh, snapshots of how uh, small business owners uh, in our community and maybe anywhere uh, in our country are dealing with uh, COVID-19. And um, really, it focuses on three main questions. Uh, the first one is, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> Boy, that's a, that's, a, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> the, the, first, the first word that comes to mind uh, is overwhelmed. Um, everything is happening constantly all the time and and it's uh it's it's a challenge everything um, happens so much yeah and and like I, I was talking a friend of mine who used to work for me years ago um i forget exactly what the circumstances were at the time because uh so much i, I mean this is years ago and i know it wasn't over the fry street fire but we were going through a ridiculous period i forget exactly why um, and I remember making the comment to him that like chaos is where I thrive. Like when things are uncertain, like that's when my brain kicks into gear, uh, and starts figuring out ideas and solutions instead of, uh, cause I'm, I'm not one that, that gives in when things get hard. Uh, but right. this, this is so far beyond anything I've experienced. And, and, you know, the upside is as a, as a, I've been online my entire life. Um, you know, uh, like chat rooms and that kind of thing. So I have that community. And uh, even when I'm talking to other people, even if they're strangers, and I'm like, I don't, this is so far beyond anything I've ever dealt with, you know, and there's guys that are on the other side of the planet that are like, Hey, this is beyond anything anyone's ever dealt with. We've never had this happen. And I'm like, that's a good point. That's, there, <laughs> you know, that there perspective is, weird, is important. Yeah. There is a weird comfort to knowing that uh, the insane set of problems that I have, uh, greatly resemble uh and in some cases may not be nearly as bad as the insane set of problems that 
uh, everyone else on Earth is dealing with at the same time. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I was I was watching a, a Magic the Gathering streamer this morning and in chat, one of the guys is on a military base in Italy. And he said they just got an order that military travel is locked down for 60 days. And he's in Italy and he's like, yeah, I'm stuck here. Like <laughs> I can't, yeah. you know, so, Hey, at least, you know, I, I can't imagine being in that situation, being on a military base in Italy right now with everything that's going on over there in the yeah. news reports, you know? So it's kind of like, well, yeah, we're, we're all in a ship where we have no idea where this thing's going and we just have to manage as we can. So it's, it's overwhelmed as when you say, how am I doing? It's like, I'm overwhelmed and, and just trying to, uh, you know, keep fighting because that's all you can do. Right. Well, so with that in mind, uh, speaking of keep fighting, you know, some businesses uh, had to cease operations and shut down, especially if they were restaurants or bars or things like that. Um, right. But some businesses uh, had no the, the opportunity to keep moving, the opportunity to keep operating. Um, in that context, uh, More Fun has found some, uh, some ways to continue uh, delivering comics and entertainment and games uh, to your, right. your customers here in town, but you've had to make some pretty significant changes in order to do that. What's, what's that been like? Uh, it's <laughs> this, this gets back to the overwhelming part. Um, we've always done some kind of like mail order and shipping uh, on a small scale, um, but basically we're having to ramp up those operations full scale now. Um we uh, we are closed to the public. We can't open the doors to the public, but we can still ship and deliver packages. And so we are, you know, uh, I am in talks with someone to figure out we to get our entire inventory online. Um, we use a system that isn't exactly super easy to integrate because comics are a weird business. Um, there's not a good point of sale that can really like handle spitting out 350, 400 SKUs every single week. Uh, under normal circumstances to an online storefront. Um, so you have to custom build it. Right. And I'm working on that. But at the same time, uh, I have staff that are working in the store uh, and taking phone calls and taking pet orders and whatnot. And there's also a local delivery service, um, Bunch Delivery, part of the Bunch Bikes uh, crew um, that they're doing local delivery as well. So if we get overwhelmed, we can call them and they can come pick up stuff from us and deliver it to people's doors. Uh, so it's a matter of of trying to uh, make people as aware of that as possible, um, but also ramping up social media. Um, and it's not that I've I've always known that that's uh, a, an important thing. But right now, I really think the the number one thing a small business can do is make sure that people know you exist um, and you're still out there and, right. and networking through social media, um, putting up interesting content because. You know, one of the reasons we haven't done a ton of it in the past, we do some, but not a ton is, you know, hey, we're busy helping customers in the store. Well, now we don't have customers in the store. We have to go to the customer and to our to our friends and and make sure they know, hey, we're still here, you know, and and talk to them and and give them something to distract them from the the mayhem that's going on out there out there at this point. Right. So then in terms of. um actual like ways you are you are bringing uh the uh, you know, your products to your customers the county orders uh we don't have a statewide order yet in terms of shelter in place certainly not a federal order 
Um, right. As a small business owner, do you feel like you've had uh, good communications with the county? Do you feel like I, I know you had a, an instance where you thought you were going to have to stop doing something that you had started doing in response to county orders? Um, and then you were able to, to get a determination on that. So what's that been like working with local local officials? Uh, my interactions with them uh, have been honestly relatively limited. But to their credit, uh, Tuesday afternoon was when the, the biggest shutdown order yet came. And my first read of it uh, was that we would be closed, period, and not be able to do anything. Uh, right. But as I read the details, I was like, I think this I can still deliver. And uh, it took me three phone calls because I had to find the right person. But to their to the county's credit, all three numbers that I had to call, somebody picked up a person picked up like I called the, the county COVID hotline, basically. Uh, and a person picks up immediately and says, how can I help you? And they didn't know the answer. So they gave me a number. I called that number. Uh, and and so, I mean, finding the one person who could be like, yeah, I see what you're saying. And, you know, took a few calls, but it went much faster than I'm used to dealing with most in a situation like this i'd be stunned if you know i i'm not on hold for 30 minutes right, right. <laughs> so I, it was it was actually uh went really smoothly um so so my interactions haven't been extensive but they've gone very smoothly and i've been really happy with with how the city and the county are responding in in a in a what's the word quick fashion to, right. to the inquiries that we do have well um I, that's encouraging and i know that you know that can also be comforting just when you have questions and uncertainty there's just no you know how something is going to work or how something's going to go um right all right so one more question because i know uh, you have uh, i'm sure plenty to do um when you think about the future the so much uncertainty no one really knows how long all this stuff is going to last it certainly seems like it is an event of sufficient magnitude where it is going to reshape a whole lot about society and business and uh, work, you know, all sorts of things. Um, right. What, what do you anticipate uh, the long-term effects are going to be um, in, in as best as you can project yourself into this uncertain future um, on how um, you do business and then maybe on your industry? Uh, like on how I do business, you know, the funny thing is, is it were, it, when I was talking to my staff yesterday, I was like, you know, this is an opportunity for us to spend this time making sure we have systems in place for shipping, for online orders, uh, it, you know, because we aren't dealing with the day-to-day -day as much, right? The, the opening the door and talking to customers and that kind of thing. So, right. so which it's hard to build uh, structures when you're also needing to have conversations with people that are just coming in to say hi, because uh, right. that's a, a very important part of the business. Right. Um, but now that we ha have uninterrupted time, it's like, okay, this is our opportunity to build these, these structures, uh, these processes, so that when things get normal again, we have them nailed down and we can then walk and chew gum at the same time, basically. Uh, for, for my business, that's, you know, because our business is very reliant on uh, walk-in traffic, foot traffic. I mean, you've been in my store. There's, to be honest, I'm I'm not expecting to sell a whole lot of Superman keychains via shipping. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's that's the kind of thing I'm only selling if people are coming into the store. But I can still, uh, you know, sustain on selling the the products that are destination items to people. And then, um, and then when things get back open, we'll have both things, both cannons firing at once, and uh, hopefully we can actually flourish afterwards. Um, my biggest concern long-term, 
uh, is the viability of, of uh, individual periodical comics. Um, if, if enough stores are not able to weather this storm, uh, the circulation numbers is what I'm concerned about to where the point where the publishers might just be like, hey, uh, we can't figure out a way to make money at this and, and periodical comics might, might evaporate. Um, just be out of a, a sheer uh, mathematical equation more than anything else. Um, right. But that situation, geez, that is everything is changing every hour right now. And that the situation on periodical comics is way too early to tell. But I think that that might be the biggest fallout that comes our way from this. Um, you know, like that. And we'll have a much bigger stock of, of hand sanitizer at the, <laughs> at the game center. So, so right. people will, uh, you know, because, hey, a lot of the games, you know, they're, they're tactile experiences, you know, and, and people want to make sure they're safe. Um, I was out in Reno when this started to at a gaming uh, retailer conference uh, when all of this like I was at dinner at a steakhouse in Reno uh, at the Pepper Mill when the NBA suspension was announced. And, you know, normally that place is packed with uh, stores and publishers uh, learning new games and playing games together. And in the evenings, the, the demo rooms were almost empty because everybody was scared to touch anything. And so that's going to be a thing that we gotta, we got to have nailed down going forward to make sure that people feel safe and comfortable in, in the shared spaces. We've spent, uh, you know, I mean, this industry has spent 25 plus years building the idea of a third space outside of the home and work that you can come relax and enjoy yourself. And we've got to make sure that those spaces are safe and comfortable uh, on a physical sense as well as an emotional sense now. All right. Well... Uh, I'm going to let you get back to work, but Tim Stoltzis, thanks very much uh, for talking to me about this and uh, stay safe. And thanks for uh, keeping us entertained in all of this. Sure. Thank you for the time.